The audits are intensifying and with it, freedom. Now the Joe Biden administration, however, are panicking. They are now sending old Joe, sleepy Joe, to Pennsylvania. We also have sort of a focus, a passion, perhaps an obsession with vaxxing Americans. The administration now is seeking to go door to door to harass, bully, intimidate, perhaps make note of everyone who is not vaccinated, even though the federal government has said they have no such list. We know that's a lie because they are making such a list, at least within our school system, according to the CDC. So with all of that said, we also have emerging news from Hungary, where they have said firmly, no trans passing against the children by LGBT activists. Meanwhile, we also have, of course, in the U.S., thousands, millions of Americans putting up no trespassing signs because of the bullies pushing that vax. So all of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to the silent war with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. Let's dive in. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family, I red pill my friends, and I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up, stand up, speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. Republican Jim Jordan and others have actually introduced a plan that may potentially yield results down the road. This is a Republican pushback within Congress against big tech and their censorship. Essentially, they want to fast forward and make it easier to sue them for individuals who have been censored, like myself and many of you out there. I can't wait for the whole Florida DeSantis uh, anti-censorship laws to hit because, you know, if I get a chance to actually sue them, I think that big tech owes me almost a million dollars just on the, you know, those penalties that are associated with the uh, the lawsuit. So we'll see what happens. Unfortunately, a Clinton federal judge has blocked that one, but we definitely see the the need for change. And obviously, it's going to happen at some point sooner or later. The dam will break, the pressure will give, and change will happen. And that will probably destroy these companies in terms of lawsuits as. QAnon once mentioned the weight of their own illegalities will destroy them. So continuing from there, and, and by the way, there are many, many illegalities, not to mention the fact that they're essentially privatizing censorship through the government, and these are massive extensions of the government uh, through programs like DARPA and major funding and contracts. Okay, so moving on from the big tech monopolies, and we are going to challenge them, obviously. I want to also mentioned that fertility is dropping worldwide. Uh, there was a study done by the BBC, and it shows that among other, you know, religions uh, and peoples, Catholic women's uh, fertility is dropping at a jaw-dropping jaw-dropping rate. So it went from four point something, nearly five kids average, to uh, two point one average, 
and that's barely replacement rate. And then uh, from that point, you've got you know demographic issues that are going to hit us like the Titanic hit the iceberg uh, at some point in the future. Like Japan, for example, we already know many of us. If you've been studying anything about anything, you've probably heard that. Japan is an aging population with a stagnant economy dealing with stagflation and, and some pretty serious economic issues. In fact, many call them the, the canary in the coal mine for what's going to happen in other places of the world first. And, you know, mo basically their, their central bank owns most of their stocks at this point. It's pretty bad. But part of the results of that sort of economic stagnation, and, and I would say with it cultural maybe even spiritual stagnation because we know the sort of grinding poverty that can affect the poor in situations like that. And I won't say that Japan's third world poor yet, but certainly there's a demographic block hitting. Now we already know about, you know, the greatest generation in America, the baby boomers sort of moving through the pipeline as a, as a massive uh, chunk of population. And that's sort of what's happening with Japan's elderly. So this is going on in many places throughout the world, even in places like China, where they've recently realized, oh, that one-child mandate sort of shot us in the foot. We better reverse course quickly and incentivize many children because their demographics matter. And when you start playing God with civilizations and people and, and economies uh, and, and you know their, their, their lives, it, it can really upset the balance of nature. And then we have all of these imbalances which result in poverty, wars, shortages, you know, starvations, diseases. You know, this is the sort of thing that this predatory elite running the world is causing. And I want to say all of this because the vaccine, the suicide vaccine, is a clear indicator of one of the major causes of not only this, you know, this eugenics sterilization push, but also disease and death, because it's already entered just the vaccine itself in the United States, top 50 killers. The, suicide, the, the, the virus itself is not killing a million people like the way they're telling you. Obviously, we've been through the statistics. You can break that down to 6% that died of COVID instead of simply with COVID and no symptoms of COVID. Maybe they took a shot to the head or fell out of a plane. Um, and then on the other hand, of the 6% that were left of the you know half a million they're telling us died, again, they lumped pneumonia and flu in, and only about 2% of that category was actual COVID. So it was 98% pneumonia and flu that they've called COVID. And we got, we saw this in the UK where, where they said zero cases of flu for the year. Bullshit. I don't care if the UK knows what bullshit means, but bullshit. Okay. You guys know what bullshit is. We can smell it a mile away at this point. So continuing from, and for those who don't, I guess if you're new, uh, it's a it's a play on Adam Schiff's continual lies and and uh, manipulations and gaslighting and deceptions uh, as he tried to get President Trump with the Russia gotcha gotcha stuff. Anyway, so moving on from there, we also have you know this is a warning of of you know sterilization, and of course you're going to see businesses like those who help fertility clinics, that kind of thing, boom, because now people are going to realize that they're infertile and they're going to try to have children if they wanted to have them. And many people are going to be really disappointed because they took this vaccine. I don't know if it will be possible to still have children if you've taken it. I'm sure some people will resist most of the ill effects for long enough to pump out a few babies. So I, I, I don't want to speak in absolutes here. 
but certainly we know, and you know, I've spoken to people like Dr. Cheryl Tenpenny and Dr. Judy Mikevitz and Dr. Andy Wakefield, and I've reported on Nobel laureate Luc Montagnier, if I'm saying that name right, the guy who discovered AIDS, who also says everyone who gets this vaccine is going to die. Okay, um, this is the kind of of expertise where I'm drawing on here. It's not Dr. Dustin for sure. It's 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 the 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 sum total of the available body of evidence that I've been able to find, research, and ask from the world top experts. Okay, that's the information and and opinions that I'm bringing you here. So continuing from there, um, I want to mention that the Biden administration is also targeting another uh, elected official. Uh, or, or at least nominated official. You could say it's elected official because Trump nominated this guy and we elected Trump. And the Social Security Commissioner, Andrew Saul, is being terminated wrongfully and, and early from his elected or nominated position. Now, he was confirmed by Congress, so you could argue, again, elected or at least you know confirmed by elected officials. I don't like the way that these nominations work sometimes either. It seems pretty arbitrary when... You know, Biden can come in and kick out everybody and replace them with all, all with far left radicals overnight. See, that's the sort of executive power we're, we're dealing with here. Now, on the one hand, Biden should technically not have the authority to remove him. On the other hand, recent Supreme Court cases have twice now allowed conveniently allowed the Biden administration to fire Trump appointed or nominated or you could say elected again officials. That's a scary thing. The Supreme Court seems to be targeting, or at least allowing, the Biden administration to target Trump officials in the highest levels of federal government. Why are they purging MAGA? Why are they purging Trump? Why are they purging Republicans, or at least the real ones that are not rhinos, from positions in the federal government? What comes next when we have no voice left in our government? What comes next when they don't even allow us to complain? What comes next when we have no power and everyone's locked down and power's going in and out because we've seen what's going on in places like Texas and California? Even if we don't get a cyber attack or a supply chain shutdown, the Democrats taking over means you're going to have power shortages and it's going to go through the roof thousands of percent in costs overnight during events like in Texas and bankrupt people. It's insane, the kind of nonsense. And I'm not blaming that particular uh, Texas incident on Texas Democrats. I'm blaming that primarily on Joe Biden's response. Remember, he doesn't seem to care when uh, emergency events uh, like the tornadoes recently in Georgia hit Republican areas. At least not until the damage is done, people have already kind of fixed it, and then he'll declare an emergency, right? So continuing from there, I, I also want to mention he's resisting. He's saying that Biden has no chance to, uh, no right to fire him, and his term ends in 2025. So he's going to try to go back to work. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, an Arizona state senator is now saying that Georgia has proof of somebody admitting, confessing to running ballots through numerous times. Says that Americans don't like cheating. I would say that's correct, except the Democrats. They certainly do. Fortunately, they are a tiny minority of this country but they seem to have a lot of positions of power and they seem to want to cry racist everybody that tries to fix this country and take that power back and use it for good. So we're in a bit of a dilemma. They've stolen the country, right? And that's what these audits are about. In Pennsylvania, a, a shock audit 
that is certainly scaring the Biden administration because old Joe is heading to Pennsylvania, you know, to, to I guess, do damage control. He doesn't really, you know, leave his house that often uh, or his basement. In Pennsylvania, the Department of State has now told their employees and county election boards across the state, do not cooperate with the Senate's election audit, the state Senate. So the State Department of State is saying don't help or cooperate with an investigation officially from the Senate. This is quite uh, insane, but I also don't imagine it's going to last very long because the Senate's probably going to smack that right down. Anyway, we'll see. They're always trying to delay because they know what's coming. Joe Biden, in, as I said, travels Tuesday to Pennsylvania to, I guess, do damage control. Why else would he be going there suddenly right after they discuss an audit? Now, I, I also want to mention that Julian Assange, it, it's looking very likely the UK is going to allow a, a US appeal of a lower court uh, decision against extraditing him. So it's it's quite likely he's going to end up in U.S. custody at some point in the future. Um, and I also want to bring attention back to some emails that we actually, ironically, WikiLeaks had uh, leaked in the past where they had discussed what they were going to do to him when they got him. And these were some Stratford emails, you know, real, real shady intelligence, military, uh, industrial complex stuff. Some of the quotes were, move him from country to country to face charges for the next 25 years, but seize everything he and his family own to include every person linked to Wiki. And then it says, pursue conspiracy and political terrorism charges and declassify the death of a source, someone which could link to Wiki. And he says, Assange is a peacenik. He needs his head dunked in a full toilet bowl at Gitmo. And then he says, take down the money, go after his infrastructure. The tools we are using to nail and deconstruct Wiki, talking about WikiLeaks, are the same tools used to dismantle and track Al-Qaeda. He says, bankrupt the arsehole first, ruin his life, give him 7 to 12 years for conspiracy. And then he says, Assange is going to make a nice bride in prison, screw the terrorist, he'll be eating cat food forever, extradition to the US is more and more likely. My heart goes out to this guy. I mean, I could end up being this guy one day because they're targeting journalists now. But this is one of the most well-known journalists in the world, if not the most well-known journalist in the world. And he is facing years behind prison for something he didn't do. The witnesses recanted over and over. They have no real charge to hold him on. They have no real crime. They're having to make it up so they can stop him from doing damage to their secrecy, which, of course, as we know, is not constitutional or in American interests. This man, this journalist, has sacrificed everything. His relationship with his family, his freedom, his sanity and health at this point, I imagine. We've seen the rough pictures of him nearly dead behind bars, not being treated well, probably being tortured. That's where the good guys end up if we don't stand with them. And that's the most important part of what we have to do. We don't have to all be giants, but we have to stand with the few giants that stand with us. And Julian Assange is one of those voices. Now, with that said, I'm going to move on. Um, this topic always depresses me a little bit because I have great respect for Assange uh, and the sacrifice he's made. Um, the government is, of course, telling people who are going on these knocking uh, missionary trips to harass people and bully them into taking the vaccine and to list them if they don't, census-style. 
Uh, they say ignore the no soliciting signs and stick to your script. Well, don't use no soliciting signs. Put up a no trespassing sign. Say no vax whatever. You could say no vax questions, no vax uh, pushers, no vax question, you know, questioners, whatever you want to do. Just some sort of a terminology or wording that will clearly indicate for a local audience trying to get to your house, you're not interested. And I wouldn't put anything that makes you a belligerent or just outright refusing because then they're going to just put you on the list, even without talking to you, which just saves them time. So put something that simply says, you know, uh, no vax questions or something like that. And then you can press charges. The moment the footsteps on the property, record it with your phone. Say, did you see my sign that was posted clearly for no trespassing? especially in relation to this question that you're asking me now. And then when they say whatever they say, it doesn't matter, yes or no, that's when the sheriff should be getting there. You can already have called them on the and, and let them know as you're recording. Um, and preferably don't let the person that's asking you know that you've called the sheriff. Maybe have a relative do it because you're, you're gathering the evidence at the same time. Uh, they're sort of waiting for the sheriff to show up. And then you actually get to arrest them before they disappear. And it's easier on the sheriff as well. He's not going to have to chase them all down because he's probably going to be very busy that day having to go and arrest these freaks that are pushing this suicide vaccine on innocent people and making a list of those who refuse. Now, continuing from there, um, I also, and, and by the way, remember the HR 6666, I think it was, where the, the House Democrats and, and uh, the, the Congress uh, essentially all the Democrats were in favor of this, I think, at the at the power level at least, were pushing for uh, contact tracing and in places like California even, you know, taking your children from you or taking sick people from you and locking them in quarantine prisons, you know, the barbed wire, FEMA camps and that kind of thing, uh, in quarantine just because they think that you're sick. I mean, this is no joke, folks. They're really putting in the infrastructure to not just destroy your freedoms but separate your family and imprison you and take your assets if necessary, if you resist. And they're going to have to take the kids anyway because they, they're going to have to re-educate and control the narrative here. This is too big of a thing to get away with, and the country already knows they stole it. The only way for them to, to come back from that is to kill most of us and re-educate our children. No joke. Communists have done this many times in history, pretty much every time they take over. China, 80 million dead, 60 million. Nobody really knows. It's hard to tell they've rewritten history there. In Russia, 60 to 80 million starved to death in the Holodomor when the commies took over. Now, continuing, uh, um, by the way, have you noticed that like the three countries that refused uh, the, the vaccine also, uh, their presidents have been assassinated? In Haiti, Tanzania, and Madagascar. So the, the other two died in 2021. I believe, or maybe it was 2020. Tanzania and Madagascar, that's been a little bit back, right? And then Haiti was just yesterday. That's very strange, I would say. Just coincidence, I guess, if you believe in coincidence. Now, moving on from there, um, this is this is not uh, news because I already mentioned this before, but I want to remind you that over 7,000 people now from the COVID vaccine have died. And that's just from the VAERS system where we really only get 1% traditionally of the reports. Most people don't even know that it exists, 
right? So if you've ever heard of the Vaccine Adverse Effects Reporting System, the VAERS system, here's what it looks like right now, okay? They also had half a million almost adverse effects reported. This is the people who are having major issues with their health, um, like inflamed hearts or hospitalizations or strokes or blood clots or uh, their skin boiling off. I've shown you know pictures and videos of that or neurological issues or you know pain, uh, spasm, seizures, that sort of thing. You know th those are the effects. Those are just the people that didn't die from the vaccine. Here is the the chart. If you're able to see this, I know some people do podcast, radio, that kind of thing. So listen here, or I'm sorry, watch here and look at this uh, this hockey stick. Boom! Just goes from down in the low like hundreds level of reports to boom over seven thousand just since 2020 late when the vaccine was introduced folks that is a suicide vaccine and by no means by any means necessary you have to resist taking it it's not medical advice it's it's don't let them kill you advice now continuing from there um and you know and i'm for my grandmother now who took the vaccine she's not doing so hot and all i can really suggest to her is palliative care Honestly, I told her to smoke cannabis. Um, probably the best thing that she, she can do, and it'll get her off half the drugs that they still have her on. I don't know if she'll take my advice. She's kind of old-fashioned. So anyway, continuing from there, um, in Hungary, Orban says they will not allow LGBTQ activists around their children in kindergarten and school. This is uh, where I sort of saw the opportunity to coin a phrase, uh, no trans passing. Hopefully Hungary will avoid drag queen story time and the like, targeting children, because of course um, there's sort of an obsession around the sexualization of children coming out of the heights of power of the left. Remember, we recently reported on the Washington Post even, I believe it was, uh, pr praising kink for children, young children to be around. Uh, it's, it's really sick. It's sad that they except that it's normal, but many of them themselves were victims as children, so it's sort of a repeating cycle. If you were victimized as a child, you're more likely to be a victimizer and more likely, perhaps, to be okay with it for others. Um, now, continuing from there, I also want to mention, and the EU is very upset about this, by the way, uh, we have exemptions already being made for the new Basel III uh, rules that are going in for banks. So, this was supposed to really shake up the system and force banks to have a lot more either cash or gold on hand to hold their gold um, positions. And essentially, it would have really messed the ETFs up and the fractional reserve system by which they cheat and sell thousands of ounces of gold for one ounce of gold that they own. So that's the kind of you know system we've been in. And this would have shaken that up if they followed the rules that they set for everyone else. But they have gotten exemptions for the big vault bullion banks. So... Uh, never mind, Basil's a big flop. <laughs> anyway, continuing from there, um, I also want to close out, but before I do, I'm going to say a few things, and I'm going to play a video when I do. This video is evidence aplenty that you might share with friends and family uh, of the Democrats, of course, hypocrites and liars that they are, just recently saying they wanted to defund the police, pretty much all of them, and the leadership of the Democrat Party, clamoring to defund the police. Now they realize it's a huge mistake and it's unpopular, uh, and they are saying, no, that was the Republicans. <laughs>
can't make this nonsense up. That's what I'm talking about. That is some smelly bullshit. Now, I want to mention briefly uh, for those who uh, have not, um, check out our newsletter at nemosnewsnetwork.com. We have a really incredible, um, let me turn the video back on here. We have a really incredible team there. We keep information pumped out up to date. Uh, sometimes it doesn't make it to one or other video websites. Recently, we've had tech issues we could only upload to Rumble for a while. So that's the sort of thing we deal with because we're banned from a lot of the places and, and that's just dealing with life these days. The new platforms are getting much better and I think that YouTube and big tech and Google and Facebook and Twitter and all of the, uh, the deep state of big tech, I think that they really miss under uh, underestimated us at the very least because they didn't think we could replace them so quickly and we are. Um, Gab and and huge tube, the Utah Gun Exchange, UGE tube, and then BitChute and Rumble, even though they do censor. Um, I don't trust Getter at all because they ban hate speech, whatever the hell that means. It's speech that the left hates. And then, of course, uh, which is pretty much everything I say, I guess, because um, it's truth and fact, and it's pro-Trump and pro-America, so they don't like it, so it's hate speech. Anyway, I'm digressing. If you want to support what we're doing, we're 100% listener-funded. Uh, check out a bottle of Sleepy Joe at redpillliving.com. This is a real big hit lately. I love these things. Um, if you want to get a really good night's sleep, I took them last night. I think I slept for eight and a half hours, and I woke up feeling like I'd gotten a hot tub the night before, just really relaxed and like all the tension gone. Everything <sighs> was really upsetting for my wife because I don't uh, help out with the kids as much at night when they're you know waking up and, and wanting to like move around and the dog wants to go pee and stuff so it's a little selfish of me to take it i can't take the sleepy joe that often um but sometimes i'm allowed to get away with it right so that is how powerful it is don't sleepy joe and drive certainly um if you're going to vote for sleepy joe only do so through the review system at redpillliving.com uh not the real one and i want to mention i don't talk about it enough but we have a really good zinc product uh, it's because it has so many other ingredients that are synergistic. It's really a multi-mineral, which is hard to come by, but it has good zinc in it as well. So for those who are uh, concerned about the infinite varieties of bullshit and fear porn they're sending your way, stock up on some zinc, uh, get your sleepy joe so that you're not stressed and staying up all night worrying, and we'll see you on the next one. Dustin Nemos out. Oh, and use the coupon code NEMOS at redpillliving.com, greenpillliving.com, thegreatawakeningcoffee.com or thegreatawakeningbooks.com for 15% off. We'll see you on the next one.